First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. First, a word from our sponsor. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. The Daily Compliance News for December 4, 2021, the SPACs Go South edition. We begin with that story from New York Times Dealbook reporting on the BuzzFeed SPAC, which is off to a rocky start to becoming a public company. Uh, the company had thought it would raise or hoped to raise $250 million, but it only raised $16 million when BuzzFeed went public. Problem with that, of course, is SPACs have a money-back guarantee because investors don't know what company a SPAC plans to acquire. They have an opportunity to redeem their shares at the IPO price before a merger is official. SPAC redemption rates uh, have been about 50% this year, up uh, from 20% last year, uh, but it really points to material weakness of SPACs uh, going forward. Next up, uh, from Reuters, uh, Russia, Russia's state communication regulator, has filed cases against the U.S. tech firms Google and the company formerly known as Facebook uh, based upon their annual turnover in Russia. Uh, and this is uh, uh, amping up of fines against both Facebook and Google, uh, and it's going to present a new challenge for companies who are doing business in authoritative regimes such as Russia and China. So when you have the annual turnover of Facebook or Google in Russia, you know you're going to get to a pretty high number. Next up, the tentacles of Odebrecht continued to uh, bounce around in the corruption world as the son of the former Panamanian president has pled guilty 
in the continued fallout of the Odebrecht case. Luis Enrique Martinelli pled guilty on Thursday to a charge of his involvement on the bribery scheme in a bribery scheme involving Odebrecht. He was charged with his brother. He was captured in Guatemala and um, extradited to the United States. <clears throat> he um, admitted knowingly and intentionally entering into a fraud or rather conspiracy to funnel money to a close relative using offshore companies. So the um, Odebrecht case still lingers. And finally, from the Wall Street Journal, uh, Mingi Sun in the Risk and Compliance Journal, uh, the Senate has confirmed uh, President Biden's nominee for the sanction chief as Brian Nelson was uh, approved by the Senate as Treasury Department's Undersecretary for Terrorism and Financial Crimes, a critical post for national security and foreign policy. Uh, following objections, uh, from rather inane objections, you have to uh, say from Senate Republicans uh, going forward. So it looks like Treasury has got its sanctions chief in place. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays up. Or, or rather plays out in the sanctions world. And I know uh, you AML practitioners out there uh, and sanctions uh, and export control folks will be watching as well. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.